The final score, Wrexham 4, Accrington 0. I'm Mark Rivers from Wrexham AFC. And, oh, that felt good. That really was the sort of home performance we used to. I mean, the... Giving out all the free scarves didn't hurt either. The way that the crowd responded to that and the, the visuals from this game were spectacular. But quite apart from the United Airlines scarves, we were flying as well. I didn't pre-plan that and I regret saying it. Oh, well, never mind. Wrexham were spectacular though. And this is the sort of performance we've grown so used to. And after yeah, a ropey February, this was... This was much more like it. Wrexham starting with Mullen and Palmer up front together for the first time since we beat Yeovil in the FA Cup. And they were combining from the very start. And Wrexham were on it from the very start against an Accrington side, which has suffered injuries. They had two players in there in the mid-30s and the next oldest was 23. Wrexham started threatening in the fourth minute. Corner coming in from Lee. Will Boyle back in the side after suspension. Remember, he scored a flurry of goals at the start of the season. He got up well but he couldn't quite get on top of his head and control it, and it went off the target. Soon afterwards, more danger to O'Connell, with a great ball over the top for Palmer running down the right. Superb first touch allowed him to cut inside and from a tight angle of a shot at goal, but Vitek not for the last time made a good save to stick in his long right leg out as Palmer drove it across him and managed to divert the ball away. Moments later, Palmer and Mullen combining brilliantly. Long wall forwards, Palmer flicking it on to Mullen, who ran to the goal line and pulled a perfect ball back to Palmer on the edge of the area. He went for a side-footed finish, didn't get the direction right, though, and it was a comfortable save. But that start was really the start of a, an absolute flurry of opportunities, the first of which was the opening goal. And it was, a, again, a nice move. Clueth receiving it from McLean, having gone on the overlap, helping it onto Barnett, and Barnett ripping the ball across the goal, a lovely ball in. Meller was marking Mullin, but look at the replay, Mullin's movement, both when the ball comes out to Clueth and then when he resets himself and runs across Meller, is superb. And Meller, too slow to react, Mullin heads it easily into the net from six yards out at the near post. And Wrexham kept pushing soon after that. Elliot Lee trying a shot from 25 yards, wide on the left, pulling it across the keeper, but not coming back enough and going wide of the post. Before in the 20th minute, again, a lovely piece of play. A goal kick straight from Lee's shot. Boyle wins the header. McLean launching it over the top, just knowing that Mullins going to trouble these centre-backs. Mullins' pace gets him in behind, but the bounce on the ball, because it comes down from a great height, is really awkward for him. And so he decides to try and hook it as it's coming on the way down and puts it just off target with the keeper sprawling. Brilliant attempt. He got his second, though, in the 25th minute. And again, McLean is the creator. Great work by him. Ackerson working it around at the back without really seeing a way out. Something I thought Rexon did very well. This thing we do with our pressing where we put pressure on the opposing defence by letting one of the wide midfielders join the strikers and block the passing channels. That was working really well. And in the end, after moving it around in their own half, the ball was played to Martin, who dropped off to try and make a, to an overload for Accrington in the middle of the pitch and get out of that position. McLean saw it immediately, slid in with a terrific clean tackle, sliding around the back of Martin. And if you look at the replay of it, what I love about it is not just it's a great piece of anticipation and it's a great tackle. It's that it does look to me the way he makes the tackle and the way his head is up as he plays it, that he knows Mullins there and he's not looking to just tackle. He's looking to feed Mullin in perfectly. 
and he does. Bullen runs at last, defender gets to the edgy area and then lets off a powerful shot into the bottom left corner. It took a deflection, but not much of a deflection. I don't think it would have made much difference. I think it's just the only effect it had was the height at which it entered the net. And 10 minutes later, 35th minute, Bullen had completed his hat-trick. A rather quick 18-minute hat-trick as well. Lee put in a corner, which was cleared, but Wrexham recirculated again. And Lee, well, put in the most wicked of crosses from the right-hand side. Mullin lunging in, bundled it in with his head from close range. The defenders didn't deal with it. Shipley was marking Mullin and let Mullin get past him. But it was a horrible cross. The keeper started to attack it, but couldn't have any real chance of getting there. So he was flat-footed. Defenders were scared of knocking it into their own net. Brilliant from Lee. Accrington did have one moment in the first half. Four minutes later, Tommy Lee hitting the ball from 25 yards. A really good, pure strike. But the ball whistled past Oconquo's left post with the keeper looking in control. And then Wrexham got the fourth in the 41st minute. Again, lovely combination work. Mullen absolutely looking in the mood. Dropping off. This was a glorious goal. He fed the ball back to Lee. Lee on the left-hand side just shoved the most beautiful ball, just rolled into Mullins' path as Mullin peeled off and ran down the left channel with the outside of Lee's right foot. Mullin got there, perfect weight on it, held her up perfectly, and then fed it back into Lee, who does ever so well. I mean, in terms of technique, what a finish. Just a little nudge, but it's more on his left foot than his right. And then in pretty much the same movement, with no backlift, just feeds it inside the right post. He can barely see much of the goal. The defender's right in front of him. And yet he has the coolness and technique to just work it past him and into the, uh, the corner. Beautiful, beautiful goal. Wrexham 4-0 up at half-time and delirious. Second half, again, Wrexham starting, pushing on strongly. Barnett cutting inside well, finding McLean from 25 yards out, drove a powerful shot that wouldn't keep down. Then, well, Barnett really should have got his first goal for Wrexham. Lovely bit of play by Lee again. Cute little scoop over the top to find Cannon. Cannon helped it on nicely to Mendy on the left. Mendy really did very, very nicely, just taking on his man, beating him, floating the ball into the far post. And Barnett, oh gosh, just took a flick off Meller. Barnett had a six-yard-out chance just to slot it home and didn't get hold of it right and put it wide. Really frustration for him. Straight from after after that, Wrexham. Oh no, it's a straight to keep it, doesn't he? Beg your pardon. Straight after that, Wrexham with another opportunity and a good save this time. O'Connell standing up a diagonal, Palmer nodding it down to the edge of the box, and Mullin drove a nasty shot into the ground, which reared up. Really good save by Vitek, who managed to adjust his hands and push the ball away. Accrington in the second half, because Wrexham at this point really, I think, took their foot off the pedal a little. It felt like we could score more if we really needed to but we played you know we still were the better side but we took our first off sometimes took a little bit of a breather Atkins had some spells of possession of Wrexham's half didn't threaten too much although there was a, a moment in the 65th minute Lee driving in a powerful shot a good parry uh, to his left by a conquo got good gun tucks on it and pushed it way away from danger then O'Brien on the right-hand side driving in a shot, and Oconquo did really well to hold on to it because the substitute, Adekoy, uh run across him and partially incited him. Plus, of course, he could have got a touch, which meant Oconquo had to be careful, but he did well to keep an eye on the ball and hold on to it. Before Wrexham then were coming up the other side, Lee feeding a, a, a neat, powerful pass to McLean in the D. 
he chopped back on it, turned and lashed a shot across the goalkeeper, but wide of the right foot, the right post. And then an absolutely outrageous double save. Tozer had come on for O'Connell. Uh, no uh, sign of any particular injury, I don't think, for O'Connell. And well, this was fabulous stuff. For El- Ad- um, Adekoy at the back, making a horrible mistake, passing it straight to Lee. Lee lashed a shot in from 25 yards, which was moving and dipping. And there was a defender stretching to try and get his head to it. So the keeper, again, probably saw it quite late. Superb save high to his right to push the ball down. But it fell for Bentoza, who looked to have a simple finish and he struck it cleanly enough. But somehow Vitek managed to bounce straight back up and, and pull off an even more remarkable save, just sticking his right arm up and clawing it away. Brilliant double save by him. Then at the other end came Accrington's best moment. Seven minutes from the end, Gubbins sweeping the ball into the far post. For once, Mendy caught out at the back. O'Brien got goal side and managed to knock it square. And Adekoy, with just a Conquo to beat, put it over from six yards out. Credit to a Conquo, mind. He does this, doesn't he? He was out very quickly. And when the big man comes out quickly at you, it's not going to be easy to hit the target. Still, it was a great chance. In the last minute, another substitute. Marius could have got his first goal for Wrexham. Toza throwing it in. Poor defensive header by Meller. And Marius six yards out as it came across him. Tried to lash it in on the half volley, but sliced it and put it over the bar. And then in added time, just to add insult to injury for Accrington, first minute of added time, Shipley trying to break down a left, overran it as he cut inside across the face of the box. Cannon, as he so often does, nips into intercept. And Shipley went in off the ground, two feet off the ground, Studs up, straight through Cannon. Horrible tackle. Referee, who, by the way, was excellent. Uh, just no hesitation. Straight red card for Shipley. Uh, Cannon, <laughs> I was quite amused by his reaction. He almost did Shipley a favour because he didn't stay down and roll about. He bounced straight back up because he was furious and he wanted to have words of Shipley. Um, but yeah, a uh, correct decision by the referee. And it all petered out really after that. It petered down for Accrington after about 20 minutes, if I'm perfectly honest. Brilliant performance by Wrexham. Looking through the performances then, Oconquo, excellent. Nice clean sheet to have. 10 in 25 league games for Wrexham now, not bad. And yeah, made some sharp saves. No real worldies, but he looked good. Didn't have that much to do apart from the things I've mentioned in the description. That was about it. At the back... Oh, Clueth was... I mean, like, everybody was brilliant, firstly, I've got to say. It was a terrific all-round performance, but Clueth, wow, he was good. Driving forwards, composed passing from the back, composed defending as well. Yeah, composure is probably the word to sum that up, but Clueth really was top quality. O'Connell was classy again and in complete control of things. It came off, like I said, 20 minutes from the end, but I don't think there's anything sinister in that. I think it's just a... You know, he was supposed to be out for ages, according to Parkinson, after the game uh, on Tuesday. So brilliant to see him on the team sheet and maybe didn't want to push it too far with him, but he was in complete control. And then the left-sided centre-back, Boyle, fair play to him, picked up where he left off before his sending off. He's been in a really good vein of form since he came back in the team, of course, and his physicality again was great. There was one good ball he played down the flank for Mendy as well, which got people off their seats. Good performance by the three of them. On the right side, Barnett, well, I mean, a, a lot of the goals came from the right-hand side. Barnett was key in that. Barnett and Clueth were combining superbly with McLean, McLean, who was playing on the right side of the midfield. It was fantastic to watch. Barnett, I think, worked out pretty early. They had the beating of the full-back, and 
put some teasing deliveries in, a great assist as well for that first goal. Um, I should have scored in the second half. I'd be ashamed that because he deserved it for his efforts. On the left, Mendy was excellent too. A couple of lovely moments where he dribbled round. It was interesting to see him just feathering chips to the far post. I felt lately a lot of crosses from us have been over his. We hit them beyond the far post and people end up retrieving them. Well, Mendy seemed almost to be under orders not to do that. And he put some really nice delivery in, just floating it in over the keeper and under the bar and making it difficult to defend if it's not dropping on a striker's head. In midfield, well, firstly, Cannon. Cannon's... Just everywhere. He's often in, in games like this, he's often sort of unobtrusive but vital. You know, he didn't do anything to lift you off your seat, but his interceptions, his carrying of the ball is exemplary, and he really was a step ahead when he was doing his defensive duties. That was an excellent performance by Cannon. On the right of the midfield, McLean was magnificent. His energy, his delivery into the box, his willingness to make things happen, just getting on the front foot all the time and trying to cause problems for Accrington was superb. He had one little blot. He got the daftest yellow card where Tommy Lee tried to wind him up. Um, and because he kept, you know, with a sort of one of those daft fouls that isn't going to be a yellow, but he knocks McLean to the ground. McLean reacted. Lee was laughing at him in his face. The young substitute Woods came and did the same thing. And the ref warned the two players involved and left her at that, and McLean just wouldn't leave it. And you could see the crowd were getting really irate. Uh, some of them <laughs> angry at Tommy Lee, some of them annoyed at McLean for keeping going with the ref, and in the end, the ref had enough of it. He went across, and, and I'm not sure what he did, actually. The camera angle is good, but a player just walks across, but McLean goes across and puts his hand on Woods' back. I don't think he actually did anything bad to Woods, but it looked like maybe he was... <laughs> saying, oh, I'm just checking who you are for later, you know, and the ref had enough and booked him, and it was just so unnecessary. He carried on for a bit after that, and you wondered if he'd get shaken off. Um, but he was brilliant, you know, let's not dwell on that. He was magnificent, and in centre mid, he really has the scope to, to, to shape the destiny of games. And on the other side, Elliot Lee, well, that was proper Elliot Lee. I mean, you know, he hasn't looked quite so creative lately, but he was impudent and cheeky and alert and creative and all those wonderful things you say when Lee is at his very best. He was he just kept creating, creating, creating. His work with Mullen, they were in the same wavelength, was fantastic. Brilliant performance by Lee. And then up front, while well, Mullen and Palmer realises, Palmer, excellent. His movement was really good. He's strong in the air, beating the centre-backs and really coming back and working hard when he had to as well. And Mullen, well, I mean, again, that was peak Mullin, which I'm very pleased to be able to say. He's done so well to contribute so much this season, considering the nature of his injury last summer. And I think it's inevitable that he's going to be a bit in and out because you know, a debilitating injury that was. But, you know, Phil Parkin said, we can't keep going like this. We, we can't just keep making him go back and back and back. We need to let him rest. And he's rewarded a performance like that. Clearly man of the match, three goals and assist. Utterly magnificent. And to say he's clearly man of the match in a game where so many players were superb is really saying something. Because, I mean, quite frankly, the sort of performances that were put in by Lee and McLean and Barnett and Clueth, or, you know, just about everybody. Um, yeah, and yet he was clearly the man of the match. A brilliant performance. So Wrexham have certainly earned their week off. 
they'll be training, but they don't have to be on Tuesday, thank goodness. And now let's see if we can build up some momentum. Although the way Morecambe came back to beat Crew yesterday, that could be a bit interesting. Oh, by the way, apologies for the end of the hot take podcast. I meant to cut it out because um, we got the wrong results come up on our screen and the wrong table. And so we read it all out. And then it turned out that they weren't accurate. So sorry about that. My mistake. But uh, hey, we're in the top three. Even better than what I said in hot take. So we'll take that. With a final score of Wrexham 4, Accrington Stanley 0. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC.